It's before Paul early. And this is the pre-W Smith show on 760 WJR. Here is Jeff Sloan. All right, welcome back to the pre-W Smith show. Now, uh, every Saturday afternoon, we do a really cool show. We get to host it. It's called Business Biography. And essentially, we tell the amazing success stories of iconic businesses in our region by interviewing the entrepreneurs behind them. Well, tomorrow, we've got a great show for you. We have Greg Packer on the show to tell his story of entrepreneurial success. Here's a preview from tomorrow's show. I was born in Columbus, Ohio, got out of there quickly before I became a Buckeye and moved to Detroit. My parents were an Ohio State and Michigan State grad, so I migrated north to split the difference. And uh, I think I was always entrepreneurial from a very young age. I recall living in Detroit, you know, the northwest side near Redford High School, the 16th Precinct, which I unfortunately became acquainted with from time to time. You know, I had businesses from shoveling snow, cutting lawns. I tried to get a little bit more creative as I got a little older. I started a a driveway seal coating business. That was actually later when I was in college. But when I was young, I started a business of painting addresses on the curbs for emergency services. And the key there is it was my first venture where I had employees, my younger siblings. So I would go to the door and sell the, and I think it was $3 for just your address in black paint. And if you wanted a white background, it was $5. Then my younger siblings would be left behind to paint the address uh, on the curb. And uh, I would pay them a dollar each and I'd keep $3. I just was always you know, doing things like that. Then as I said, got into driveway seal coating. I tried to focus on ventures where I could use my ability to sell and promote services and have somebody else do the actual work. That seems to have served me well. That's a good business model for sure. And it has served you well. And we're going to hear about that, uh, of course, as we learn more about your story through the show. Greg, what do you think drove you? I mean, clearly you had a solid work ethic. You weren't afraid to work. You had obviously some ambition. But what was it? Was it the pursuit of money? Was it a sense of duty? Was it your obligation? Instead of being on the softball field with your friends, you're out there painting curbs. What was driving you, do you think? I was very involved in sports growing up, but I think a lot of it was, you know, I didn't grow up in a particularly affluent home. My dad lost his job in the mid-70s, I think 75 or 76, a job that he thought he was very secure and it was very sudden and unexpected. And uh, at the time, my mom did not work. And my dad had an incredibly strong work ethic. He actually was a consultant in the unemployment field and frankly was embarrassed to go down and file for unemployment, so he wouldn't. And at night, he would pump gas while we slept. So he had the whole day free to look for a job. My mom got a job. And so he would get us off to school, go job hunting all day, come home, we'd have dinner. He'd sleep for a little bit. He'd work the night shift at literally pumping gas just so that he had something coming in. So I just had a sense that if I wanted things, I had to find a way to get the money to buy my own bike, to buy my first car. I had to be self-sufficient. You know, later in life, my parents did very well. They moved to Southfield. You know, most of my siblings got a a car when they turned 16. (laughs) It was provided by my parents. I went to Southfield Lathrop High School. My siblings went to Southfield Christian. How did your dad turn it around? He ended up starting his own business. My mom and he collaborated. And my mom was really more of the business person. My dad was the service. So he provided this consulting expertise to help employers fight unemployment claims and track to make sure the state wasn't, you know, spending the money inappropriately. So he knew how to do that to provide that service. But he was a terrible salesperson. 
he wore people down and got to the, and then my mom was all the back room, the accounting, all of the actual mechanics of the business were her areas of expertise. Seeing your dad lose his job when you're just a kid and then seeing him battle back and become successful in business ownership has a way of shaping a young person's future direction. My parents taught me a, a tremendous work ethic. You know, I grew up in a home where I was the oldest sibling, and my recollection is most weekends I was out helping my dad fix my mom's car to keep it running because it wasn't a very reliable car. So, you know, I knew how to help him turn a wrench. I, you know, I knew the difference between various tools at a very early age. You know, putting in new sheet metal in the, the floorboards in the back of a Tempest that she had, an old Mustang, 65 Mustang that she had. It would be a cool car now, but then it was just a, a beater that we could afford for a few hundred bucks. So, you know, I learned all those things. I think it was pivotal when they started that business. Uh, you know, I remember sitting in the basement of our house in Detroit not long after the riots and helping to sort the old uh, canceled check cards, the old computer, IBM computer cards would come in and we'd have to alphabetize them so that they could sort and compare and make sure that they were audited properly. So it was really a family endeavor. And each, me and all my siblings at some point worked in that family business. I always knew that I wanted to have my own operation, my own business. You know, throughout college, I did different things. You know, I bought T-shirts to sell at sporting events that I would buy from the damaged freight yards in New York. So I'd get them at like 50 cents a shirt, get them printed with various sayings, sell them bumper stickers. One time I sold Rubik's Cubes with an M logo on the side when Rubik's Cubes were hot. I was able to find some knockoff versions, probably from China. <laughs> and so I just did all sorts of those kinds of things. And my educational path was I was a general studies major. I wanted to go to law school because I figured it'd be helpful to have a law degree. I never really wanted to practice law, but I just thought that, you know, I would have to pay less for lawyers to advise me as a business person if I had that law degree. Uh, I never got it, but uh, I ended up getting into business instead. I was actually finishing up my undergrad and somebody approached my dad with this new idea, which was then called employee leasing. Now we call it professional employer services. And again, my dad's not much of a salesman. He had a business by then that had about a thousand clients. So they thought they could leverage his client base, which was really a little big for the concept at that time. His clients were. He had a lot of car dealers and Ace Hardware and Michigan National Banks, a lot of large companies that were clients of his. So I went to the pitch from them with him, and I liked the concept, liked the idea. It seemed a novel new approach to contract with small and medium-sized employers to help manage their human resource needs, and really it was a, a big benefit play. And so, you know, I decided to defer my enrollment into graduate school and give it a shot. Hear Greg Packer's full story tomorrow on Business Biography right here on WJR at 1 p.m. Back with more in a minute here on the Pre-W Smith Show.